0: Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of GrappleCast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Joe and Dan. Hello. What up, boost. Indeed. How are we doing?
1: Yeah, very good, my tribal chief. How are you?
0: Yes, not bad. A little bit ill at the beginning of the week. Coming out of both ends, as they say it up this way. Coming out of both ends. Would you say that your illness is extreme? Uh, yes, not, not anymore. It's more um day one now it is but um Ooh. it certainly was extreme it was a case of me moaning at the wife because she was saying oh I don't feel very well I don't feel very well and I was going shut up and go to bed type thing yeah, you're fine she went to bed got up about two in the morning being sick so I thought I'll move into the spare room so she can have the bed since she's not very well and five o'clock in the morning then I get up and start being sick. so
1: and (laughs) so it was the
0: the crown jewel of the illness then it was it was the crown jewel like the champion I am I still got up for work at eight o'clock um and went in um just in the morning and said there's no way I can do this afternoon I've come in to do a bit of work this morning that that'll do for me and uh, thank god because I didn't do much work on the morning because there was plenty trips back and forth to the old Lavatory, but we're on the mend now. We're on Ooh. the mend. Oof. Well, if anything um, was going to make you feel better, it was Monday Night Raw. Well, and Extreme Rules because I have yeah. to say we're gonna. I mean, we might as well jump straight into it. Why not? As always, it's going to be our themed episode, isn't it? On Extreme Rules itself, looking at back at our predictions and how we did, and just our general review. But I think we'll we'll give a grade at the end as we always do. But I was sports entertained for the most part. How about you, Joe?
2: Yeah, very good pay-per-view. Only three hours again. Overall, very, very pleased with the overall pay-per-view. There's a couple of matches that went on too long. If I'm going to be really, really picky, there's a few matches that went on a bit longer. I'm sure we'll get to them. But overall, very, very happy with the pay-per-view and then the return at the end, which we all kind of knew about anyway, but yeah you mentioned
0: mode. you mentioned the three hours i think it's a positive when it doesn't i mean it didn't to me anyway It didn't feel like three hours it it really did fly by and i think that's just testament to how good i think the event was um it it definitely didn't feel like a three-hour event to me very much like joe though i will agree and we will get on to them a couple of matches went on a little bit longer than they probably should have done however one of them specifically which i'll get on to i think made up for it by its ending mm. um maybe one match that was slightly disappointing during the event but but as a whole as i said i i was saying i enjoyed it same as yourself dan
1: yeah i think if you asked me if i how i would have changed it like you said there was a one match that was far too long and there was another match that was longer than it should have been I would have preferred them to have seven matches, squeezed in a Johnny Gargano versus Austin Theory and given them 10 minutes. And instead of having a half an hour Edge versus Bimbala, um, you know, where the referees got him holding a microphone to their eyes every two minutes going, oh, and the crowd laughing at it, Um, put in that match for 10 minutes. And, you know, I think that would have been a lot better and it would have broken it up a little bit more. But six matches, three hour show. It's very takeover-y is what Triple H is known for. Um, The show itself, I mean, I put a poll out on Twitter and um, all of our um, followers on Twitter, they said, well, the majority of people said it would be an A vote, a couple of Bs, but most people thought it was an A. Um, But overall, as shows go, in terms of ranking premium live events for the entire year, it was one of the best. Um, You can definitely see Triple H getting in his stride and storylines and things actually meaning things. Um, but in all, I do think one more match in there could have helped it a
0: little bit. And I do think two matches were a bit, a little bit longer than they should have been. So I didn't even realise you'd put a poll on Twitter. So I'm having a look at it now. We had 50% of the votes gave it an A. 20% gave it a B. 20% gave it a C. And 10% of the votes gave it a minus five stars. <laughs> um Trolls, I would hope, because even if you don't agree it was an A... Yeah,
3: sorry for that one. Uh, I used all of my multiple <laughs> oh, accounts
0: thought it would be you, uh, <laughs> yeah. There he is, too busy to give his opinions at the minute because he's making his bloody suit for tea. Um, no, I, it wasn't. Whether or not you think it was an A or B, it wasn't a, below a C, let's put it that way. Um, So, yeah, let's jump into it. And I think before we get on to the first match... During the entrances, we had our first tease of what was to come for the rest of the evening. I think it was was it the only tease until the return at the end?
1: Yeah, we had... they did it on SmackDown, didn't they? were there the rabbit going across and scratching, the yes, ass and then burying it. They did it twice on SmackDown, but yeah, it was the only tease on the actual night.
0: On the actual show, it was just during. I can't remember whose entrance it was, but it was during one of the entrances for the opening match, wasn't it? And then there wasn't anything else. Unless I missed it, unless there was something backstage or something. And I don't think I did. Unless I did, that was the the only tease. But again, it's just that thing that's, you know, reminding you. Um, so the opening match, of course, was the Brawling Brute versus Imperium. And, I mean, I mean, starters, we mean to go on. They could very well have just ended the event after that first match. Because match of the night, for me, happened match one, Dan.
1: Would you say that it was a banger, Taron?
0: I, I would certainly say it was a banger. And, and I would also go as far as saying, whilst it's hard to say if it was better, you can't say it's better than Sheamus versus Gunther at Clash at the Castle because it was a different match. Sheamus versus Gunther at Clash of the Castle was a better wrestling match and certainly, you know, we've discussed it previously in the internet wrestling community, discussed it potentially a, a match of the year candidate. This, oh, I okay. think, is also on the same level, but not from a wrestling standpoint. From, you know, a let, let's be honest, a sports entertainment standpoint, it was the good old fashioned Dollybrook match. <laughs> And um, so, effectively, just to glorify Street Fight with a couple of shillelaghs, which I don't think really came out until the end, really, did they? No. Um, but it didn't need them. They, I don't know who the producer was on this match. I haven't read was it, that. It, was it? Yes. No, yeah. actually, now you say that. I think I did read that. Well, fair play to him, because I don't think it could have been put together any better. Both teams look strong. Um, Imperium looked strong in defeat. It made sense for... The Brawling Brutes to win after Sheamus was unsuccessful against Gunther in the um, rematch, which I did not get right as far as my prediction last week. I thought Sheamus might have picked up the belt. But luckily, as we know, that doesn't count towards (laughs) the... uh, the points for the, the pay-per-view. Well, he but should again, have the belt up. He should have. Did you not see Smackdown? He well, actually tapped out Gunter. The tease, exactly the tease. Who knows where it's going to go from here? But I know that, I mean, certainly the brawling brutes inter- on the internal roster now are being classed as baby faces, which yeah. makes sense. But, I mean, Joe, match of the night, first match? I guess one of them. Yeah, I
2: mean... Sheamus versus Gunter, Clash of the Castle was, like, as we said, match of the year. And I think people have realised how good Sheamus is. Like, us wrestling fans, we love Sheamus and we know how hard he can fight. But he's just been kind of stuck for a long, long time. And that match against Gunter, I think it opened a lot of people's eyes who maybe not as familiar with Sheamus. And as you say now, him and the Brawler Brutes are 100% baby faces, And... Gunther is such a good heel that Seamus is just so over now with the the Brawling Brutes. And you can tell, like, he's got there's a bit of passion back in Seamus now. Like, I wasn't, I'm not saying that he didn't have any passion before, but you could tell he's like really enjoying in the role what he's doing now. And, you know, with Butch and Rich Holland by his side, you know, he's got them underneath his wings. He's got like a couple of new guys. And yeah, he's he's better now than he's been in a very long time, I think.
0: I mean, this is definitely the best thing he's done since he had the program with Cesaro um, and then they teamed up as the bar for a couple of years, didn't they? Um, and that's probably longer ago than you think now. And um, so there has been a, a, a good couple of years where he has, I think he was injured for a little bit of that time, but then when he came back, he was kind of in a lull, wasn't really doing much. I mean, this is absolutely the best thing that could have happened to him. It has kind of reinvigorated his career to an extent because he's certainly at the tail end of his career. But people are enjoying this and, you know, they, they need to keep it going as, as long as possible. I'd very much like to see them have, you know, uh, a, a run with the tag belts. You know, they could do the free bird rule effectively if they wanted to between the the three of them or just have two of them. But definitely going in the right direction. Jamie, the opening match. Were you too busy playing FIFA or did you enjoy?
3: I was in Edinburgh, were not I? So I didn't watch no, it live. Of course, The first like wrestling event I haven't watched live since God knows when. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I, I say unfortunately, I was in uh, Edinburgh for Comic Con Scotland. It was a great, it was a great weekend. Um, but yeah, obviously I had to watch it afterwards. And I said it was a a solid match uh, to start the show. Um, like I said, just glorified street fight. I mean, I just don't get why they just call them gimmick matches, call it street fight or a, or a hardcore match. Because it was the
0: good old-fashioned Donnybrook. That's why the shillelaghs yeah. were in action.
3: No, and I agree with what you're saying. I think with Imperium coming up to the main roster and, like you said, having Gunter having that title for so long and trying to build, like, a strong brand, I know, like you said, they still lost strong, but to me it didn't make sense for them losing. They didn't need the win, though, did they? Mm-hmm. Well, neither did Sheamus. I mean, as long as that feud's over, maybe, I don't know. But is it going to keep going until all the way to, like, WrestleMania now? Because I know you, you mentioned in last week, you think it's going to be Sheamus and Gunter at WrestleMania.
0: Well, I mean, it's... I, I, yeah. At the minute, it's... And, and you know, without getting into any of the other matches that happened in Extreme Rules, I'm still slightly confused which way they're going with Survivor Series and the War match. They're having one man... one women's. Yeah. And it's I mean, how many how many are in a war games
1: team? Usually four on four. Uh, but they it's usually four on four, but the one year they did three on three on three. Is it not five on five? No, it mixes. So the one year they had like the authors of pain versus the undisputed error versus um, there was a third team as well. I
3: can't remember who it was. I think it was just a combat team. I know technically it's not war games, but like blood and guts have been 5v5 haven't they
1: yeah yeah but mainly like it's usually a lot of the time it's for like the women last time was 4v4 but i remember the one where it's um because i always remember authors of pain were a team but they had roderick strong in their team um, and it yeah. was when because uh, he came out dressed like the authors of pain but then you had the indisputed era when there was just the three of them and there was another third team as well and they were all in like three separate cages um, so it really depends. It can be three, three, three. Uh the traditional ones with WCW, they were four on four. Um, a good one to go back and watch is I think it was Starcade. I think it was Starcade ninety two, where they had um, Sting Squadron. Um, yeah. And they had like all the war paint on. That's a really yeah. good one to go back But it can differ. So they may do three three three, um, but really it needs to lead to something. And uh, you know, after what we've seen on Royne, we'll get onto it in a bit. Then we know we've got um Judgment Davis is um the OC. Bullet club. Um, but then we've also, you know, what's happening with the bloodline with many different Well, this is on. the
0: thing, and this is why I brought it up. I mean, if they were going on a three on three, then of course brawling Bruce Imperium would be ideal to settle the score in, in a war games match. But I've got a feeling with it being the not not the first, but the first on a WWE branded pay-per-view, not an NXT one, um, they're probably want to go on go, you know, at least four on I mean- four. Um in which case the bloodline made sense.
3: Like you said, it's a, it's that Survivor Series though, isn't it? In the Survivor Series, traditional match is five on five, so it would make sense to possibly do a War Games five on five because the Survivor Series is five on five. So if you go War, that's why yeah. Survivor Series War Games, you could have a five v five. But then,
0: do we run the risk of just needlessly just to make throwing up the numbers throwing people in because yeah. you've got four members in the bloodline? I mean, the argument then is which four did they go against who's in a feud? Well you might just be throwing four people together then but at least you've got a, a faction if you would a family um at least, at least you've got them if together
1: you put and three, though, if you had you had um you had usos and solos and Coa, they even got um sammy Zayn there as a backup if need be i dare say there'd be like an injury to jimmy and then sammy zane jumps in to cover him but if you did it 3v3 you could have the judgment day as a three and you could have
0: um the bullet club as a three
1: and then you could have a three 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 then
0: well, say I forgot about Sami Zayn, so there you go. They could have a five-on-five, five, including I've Sami a feeling Zayn. i got to the way they,
1: they play it is because they're playing the tension between Jimmy Uso and Sami Zayn. You know, it could be that, oh, Jay Uso and Sami Zayn. It could be Jimmy's injured backstage, and, oh, Sami needs to step in and they get the ring, you know, get the win. But it could be the case that they find footage that Sami Zayn attacked him or something, or Kevin Owens attacked him, and then Sami's got to choose between Kevin and the bloodline. You know, we're leading towards Uso's versus KO and Sami Zayn, probably at WrestleMania. Maybe that's, you know, it's Survivor Series Royal Rumbles where they start to plant these seeds and we're eventually yeah. going to have to start pulling away towards it. You know, those typical somebody was attacked backstage, but who was it? You know, was it Sami Zayn? Was it Kevin Owens? Was it Dexter Loomis? Who was it? You know, it's one of those things.
0: It certainly is. Well, we'll see who does end up in that match, but, you know, maybe it will be three on three and maybe it will be the Brawling Brutes and Imperium. But until then, the Brawling Brutes were successful as were three out of four of us on our predictions, with current leader Jamie, the only person not to pick up a point on that because he went for Imperium, unfortunately. So let me just amend the scores. There we are. Lovely. Okay. But, yeah, very decent match. Going on to potentially the weakest match of the night, unfortunately. I will say we had the extreme rules match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Liv Morgan defending yeah. against Ronda Rousey, um, and we, ha- we, we had a new champion, Joe, in the form of the rowdy one herself, Ronda.
2: Yeah, um, that bat was stupid. Liv was bringing down with like the chain on it hanging off. I was like, I was looking at that bat, and I'm like, what the hell is on there? I mean, Ronda came down in the Pinky, um, I think that was a tribute to her mentor. Um, I think it was LaBelle, I think it was. Labelle Labelle, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, really good match. I I thought, honestly, Ronda was going uh, um, to retain, but I'm sorry, Liv was going to retain. But I'm kind of glad ronda has got it, but I, was, I am surprised that they did it. I thought they were going to eke out Liv Morgan as a champion a bit more because she's like the underdog. But as a champion, I, I've i not really cared about her. And obviously, Ronda is like the main attraction. She's the one, like, casual fans want to see, like, kick ass and, like, break people's arms. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not that bothered that she's won it.
0: Dan, similar thoughts?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, my
1: my prediction there was Ronda Rousey to win the belt. I'm glad that she did. I think becomes more of a credible champion especially going towards the more stronger people use like survivor series and with the follow-up of her putting her twitter you know all into darkness and having a backstage exclusive where um she's laughing i mean you had know, the bit where she was passing out from one of the the locks that ron rousey put her in and she was smiling and laughing about it which okay it adds to the the storyline i mean this it. adds
0: to the change of character doesn't it and the fact yeah. that like we said like the... a joker the backstage segment afterwards where she was being interviewed and not talking and just kind of sitting there in silence with a bit of a smile on her face. Um, as I would say to Jamie, the evil is mine. See, it's, it's true. She's transitioning. The evil is mine.
3: Yes, because there we- she is under the spell already. Oh, she will be see. Sister Abigail.
0: <laughs> There'll be never, ever a Sister Abigail. There can't be. There never I've seen be. it. I've
3: seen it in the crowd. I saw him there. And that Mercy Buzzard. Well, well, um, lifted no,
0: the
3: well, that was Abby the Witch, wasn't it? Yeah. Lifted yeah. The documentary That's a she was person. <laughs> Abby the Witch is Sister
2: Abigail. You don't
0: understand. Is it,
2: though? That's the question. Go what on, What was Jill, the documentary? The um, yeah, so um, Liv did the documentary on the WWE Network where she was off TV for a year, like a couple of years ago, and she was going to, like, trial a darker character. And she was trying on different wigs and stuff. And um there's rumours on the internet that this is the darker character.
3: Oh look, I'm all I'm all for a
0: changing character, but I think I'm all for people changing character and mixing things up if they need it. I don't necessarily think she needs it. I think I don't know whether or not it was time for her to drop the title. I know she did have it a long time, but it needs to get to a point where Ronda Rousey can't keep losing to Liv Morgan with the greatest respect every week because that just doesn't make any sense from a realistic standpoint. So whilst I didn't get my prediction right, um, only two of you did, Dan and Jamie, me and Joe, both Liv Morgan, it makes sense for Ronda Rousey to get the title back. But I don't know if it makes sense for that to... Put a shift change in the character for Liv Because I don't I mean, think she needs it. I think somebody needs it when they get a bit Or When the crowd just isn't into them anymore. Well, people were
3: starting to boo her anyway. We were, yeah. They? Well, turn, so, on, turn I the I mean, you don't watch cool. SmackDown you, when you fast forward it. You don't watch those matches. You don't, I hear, don't hear those fast boos. Fast forward SmackDown. I just don't watch it. That's true. <laughs> um, so obviously, when when they're booing her and stuff like that, and I think the the thing with Liv Morgan when we always talk about her is we're saying she is the underdog. Like, she's not ready to be kind of champion. So you think, with that character change, her coming back as a bit more darker, a bit more stronger, no longer the underdog a former champion, she could then be a incredible champion as a darker character. It does annoy me, though. Probably what they're going to be doing.
0: It does annoy me, though. Wrestling fans are so fickle. I mean, it's the same as most sport fans. People were we begging and begging as and champ.
3: begging. We no longer yeah. want live as champ.
0: <laughs> Guys, it's only 48 hours. There's a lot of people going, "Boo!" Do you know what I mean? It's, it winds me up, but you know, I'm happy to an extent that Ronda's champion again. It makes sense. It makes sense for her. If she's the baddest woman on the planet, she should be champion. And you know, realistically, she should hold that belt now on Mania, whether or not she will. I don't know. It, it should you be could... Becky. It should be Becky and Ronda at Mania if Becky's back in time. She, you can I assume Becky's going to win the Rumble. If, I don't know if it still fits me. I put about another stone on have since my son was born, so <laughs> no, I did wear it the other day. It fits.
3: Um but yeah. gone on since McDonald's monopoly? Not since your son's been born. <laughs> yes,
0: McDonald's monopoly. It's don't back. try
1: and order. Don't try and order a T-shirt off WWE shop though in Europe.
0: Why? What have you done, Dan?
1: Well, as we know, it was Joe's birthday, wasn't it? Um, on oh, all yes, of course. And happy, Dem- sorry, I- yes,
0: happy birthday, Joe. Many happy returns.
2: Thanks. Bye for
1: now. I- <laughs> old old man i bought joe the new edge t-shirt you know the one with the oh I yeah the tarot card on the front and i bought that a month ago i thought i'll get it you know in advance Joe's been it, look, yeah. it still hasn't come in the post and i've sent wwe shop an email saying hello dan here what
0: are
1: you that? Uh, yeah where's where's the t-shirt they haven't replied to me and it just says processing so yeah uh, they basically changed the processing on wwe shop for european orders and a month hasn't come I'm not free. Right. it's not well, the royal mail just...
0: strikes is it no no i checked it and it hasn't even dispatched i've ordered something one. for the wife for christmas three weeks ago and i've got a tracking number with the royal mail and it says well we still haven't got your order or we might do we just it literally says on the royal mail app we don't know the status of your order so we haven't delivered it yet oh great
3: I mean, yeah. this is why you should have just ordered on Pro Wrestling Tees the number one selling T shirt. It's Joe smiling, he know he wants that T shirt. Their and website is so complicated. Daddy ass. You can't, <laughs> can't, can't say that anymore. There's um there's complications. Yeah, you can't
1: yeah sorry,
3: them. we can't say that, no, yeah. Yeah, no, Taryn has no, yeah, idea, what Taryn has oh, no idea what we're talking about. Smart Taryn has no idea what we're talking about. This is
0: something from Dying Right last night.
3: Yeah, basically Smart, not. I know
0: Billy Dynamites, Gunn lost, yeah. didn't he?
3: Mark Sterling owns the right to the trademark. Oh, yes, because he
0: lost. Yes.
3: So basically, they're not allowed to say it anymore.
1: That's okay. Matt Hardy might be joining the firm.
0: Can't wait.
3: He will be, yes. When they lose on Rampage, Matt Hardy's contract will be theirs.
0: In the firm. Probably more teleportation from him. That's coming back, no doubt. Anyway, Ronda Rousey, Liv Morgan, slightly meh. Weakest match of the night.
1: Probably. Um, yeah, no, I would say the Drew. I just sounds horrible. Um, the, I, I, I well, the Drew. We're getting onto that now. We are that. then
0: Dan. So you might as well talk us through. So we had the strap match. We had Drew McIntyre and um, being unsuccessful in his venture against carrying and Cross. Slightly different rules as well on the strap match. They um, announced beforehand that this won't follow the traditional rules of a strap match, which we know is touching all four corners, which. Is a strap match, but nope, we've gone away with that. They said it's pinfall and or submission. Um, no pinfall or submission, you can't do both. I suppose you could pin and get the tap out at the same time. Uh So yes, carrying cross successful. So I think we've had
3: about five finishes this year, which has been a pin and a submission. So well, I think there, it can you know, be then, done.
0: And or submission. Talk us through it then, Dan. Slightly disappointed. Yeah, I was disappointed because I mean, you
1: look at a strap match and you've got these big, massive lads beating the crap out of each other. They've strapped together, so they should. there's no distance between them. They should batter the hell out of each other. It should be literally like a Brock Lesnar match where it's over within a couple of minutes. But this one went over 10 minutes, and Cross did this thing where, to win the match, you're going to have to put the strap on to for the match to start. And then for the first two minutes, he just keeps chucking it on the floor. Commentator's like, oh, it's mind games. No, it's not. It just makes no sense. Then they spend like 10 minutes flopping around doing nothing. Scarlet comes in then, sprays some pepper spray in his eyes and then he pins him you know you're doing this doomsday oh i'm gonna be the end of you you're gonna be the end of me you're literally just gonna sting my eyes and pin me the storytelling was really good but then when they had the match the actual match outcome made no sense because they're going yeah i'm the doomsday i'm the one who's gonna stop your clock you know i'm gonna be the end of your career how are you gonna end my career exactly spray me in the eyes it's not exactly oh doom and gloom i don't look at that and go i fear carrion cross he's going to be unstoppable. He might actually dethrone Roman Reigns. It's, and that's what they want you to be thinking. I mean, the winner America. of the
0: match made sense, though, didn't it? Because we all well, went yeah, across. Good. We all went across.
2: We all thought he was going to win. With, what's the Bucks and the camera guy with the spray. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Cutler. Brandon Cutler, yeah. That's like, reminded me of Brandon Cutler's spot with the spray, the cold spray. He was just rubbish. Cocky and AEW again. Scarlett tried to bring out the fireball, didn't she? A couple of weeks ago, did he really? Work. It was kind of a bit rubbish. Oh, complete, completely missed,
0: and he had to yeah. kind of like roll it was, around it. Yeah. Not, yeah, it
2: was like, and then he was like, oh my God, I it, it was awful. This match was meant to have
1: us go, Karrion and is the Wonder Watch. He's a, a contender for the Royal Rumble. He might main event WrestleMania. And you know what? I watched it and I thought, "Now nah, I'm not sold yet.
3: Now but, I know like, why he was released.
1: Yeah I, like, <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of him. And I Bring think back the he Samurai be Mask. He could be a heavy hitter. I really do think he could be a heavy hitter. And he is something, you know, he passes the airport test. You look at him and go, yeah, he's a wrestler. You don't want to mess with that guy. But they sold him as like Mr. Doomsday. You don't want to mess with this guy. He, he Nobody can beat him. And he looked beatable in this match. He looked like Drew McIntyre was going to slay him. And if anything, this was going to be the match to get him over. He's going to be one of the new people um, that will lead the company for many years. And to be fair, he probably will do that over the coming weeks or months. But this match just didn't do it for me.
0: Interesting how critical you are on the match. I'm not as critical as yourself. I I agree with you on the ending side of things. It could have been stronger. Um, I... I can see why they did you it. You said this because... was
3: going to be the main event.
0: Well, yeah. But Joe <laughs> said the women's match was going to be the <laughs> 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 <Dear laughs> Um I, I, I see why they did it in that way because they I assume they didn't want Drew to you know lose clean. I suppose there can be cheated cheating from Cross because it's the heel, so it's the you know the, the, the tactics, the heel tactics. So it makes sense, but they could have come up with something slightly better. They could have utilised it a bit better. I mean, it's a no disqualification match. It's a strap match. Why not just kick him between the legs, low blow him, and do you know what I mean? Just do something that's going to do some damage, like, and they're still yeah. going to cause heat with the crowd. But you know, anyway, I. That, that's by the by. Cross won. We all picked Cross and it was probably the right decision. It doesn't. And we've you know, we spoken about this already with the other matches. We've spoken about it previously. They have been quite good lately, WWE, on making sure that the person that's losing doesn't come away looking like a douchebag. You know, that they still look strong <laughs> or it's not going to harm them. This isn't going to harm
2: I thought any Perry push cross that Drew's got. got. I thought Kerry Cross kind of like choked him out with like the strap yeah. or like used to like, yeah. used it as a choker or something like that. That would have been more believable. Yeah, like Drew, Drew doesn't give, Drew, Drew doesn't tap out or give up. He literally passes out from Kerry Cross like choking him with the strap or across his face or neck or something. I he suppose when you've half. got that, you yeah. had that with
1: Ronda Rousey though, didn't you, having Liv Morgan yeah. pass out. So you couldn't really have that finish twice. And then we had a submission in the main event as well. So yeah, I suppose, suppose that would be, But, yeah, I agree with you. Um, Look wise and with the theme of the match, that makes more sense than, oh, hello, pepper in the eyes. Bye-bye.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, the fourth match of the night was Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's Championship against Bayley in a ladder match. Um, And just before we have a quick chat about it, I'll let us know how we all got on. Oh, yes, look, there was only one, two people that said Bianca Belair would retain. And it was me and Jamie. So, point for me and Jamie on that one. But, Joe, what were your thoughts on the on the match? They were billing it as the fact it was the first ever women's singles ladder match. I was yeah, like, there's... not a chance, no way. But maybe it was. For a championship.
2: Yeah, for a championship. Oh, right, so...
0: okay, that makes sense.
2: So, there's been women's match ladder matches before they'd be like many in the banks and they've as, as Dan said there's no beam championship stipulation but both actually thought it was really good and they actually like when you have a ladder match you usually just started off with like holds and stuff but in this occasion they actually went for ladders and used the ladders straight away which is a makes sense match. from a booking perspective so it, it actually made sense for a ladder match to involve ladders believe it or not it, it should do but you, sometimes they don't, and you know, Bailey. you could tell she was like a ring general in this match. She was like beating it from the front, and she was like like ripping bits of lavender off and using them to advantage, like doing backflips with them, and then Bianca Bella, like, you could really tell, like, she was fighting to win, and there was a good bit of back and forth, and you know, Bianca Bella didn't beat Bailey easily, and you know bailey still looks at yeah okay bianca bella won but only only just it wasn't like a squash by any means yeah it's very very good match
0: confirmed Dan.
1: yeah i agree i mean it was a decent matter match um okay i predicted that bailey was going to get the win but they continue the story now on raw and um the the rivalry with it we were all thinking that it's going to be leading towards survivor series but realistically They could have a rematch at crown jewel it could potentially change then i do feel that that title is going to bailey at some point but overall i'm happy with the result and yeah it was good it was good for the inaugural championship match women's ladder match i'm happy with it um you know it actually made sense a lot more than the match previous to be fair
0: i enjoyed the match i don't know what i thought i was going to get out of it i don't necessarily think it was um, not as good as I thought it was going to be. I, I think it was what I thought it was going to be. I certainly wasn't disappointed. I thought it was a, a solid match. You know, you have the um, interferences which we knew were going to happen. It's, you know, it's by the right it's expected, especially in a match with no disqualifications. qualifications. We, as I said, two of us got our predictions right as far as Bianca. Two of us said Bailey. I, I stick by what I said and that's why I went with Bianca. I think it's slightly too soon for Bailey to have picked it up. I think she either needs to pick it up around the rumble or win the rumble and go on even but I think that's probably gonna be Becky if she's back from injury by then, especially with the way that they're going with um Ronda Rousey at the moment. But yeah, um I suppose the only thing I can really take from it is really just reflecting what Joe said on the fact that nice to see that they ran and grabbed some ladders because how many times, you know, the idea is go and get a ladder and climb up and grab the bloody belt. Some ladder matches, you don't get them doing that for the first bloody 10 minutes. All they need to stop doing now is having no bugger in the ring and taking half an hour to climb up to go and get it. I'd like to see one day, they'd have to be clever on doing it, a ladder match that only lasts, I don't know, a couple of minutes because somebody there's a bit of chain wrestling, somebody gets knocked out, so someone grabs ladder and climbs up and just grabs the belt because they do it at a normal, you know, speed like humans move at. Um, but I suppose then, how do you book any other ladder matches going forward from that? But I don't know, that's probably why I'm not a booker.
3: It would go, it would go with the character though, wouldn't it? Like if it was someone like Edge, like the ultimate opportunist, everyone's wrestling and he just goes up and grabs it. If you have the right character, that's like kind of a weasel, like an Austin Theory, he would just kind of like, hide outside until everybody's wrestling and just sneak up there and grab it with nobody seeing. Could be done, you just got to do it right, like you said. Well,
1: it's very similar with the old X division matches, isn't it, where they had the the ultimate X, where they had the X in the middle, and the skill is not to use a ladder, but to scale yourself across the ropes and get that X. But then they played at the, oh, well, hang on, why don't you just get a ladder and climb it and grab the X? And you're like, oh, there's no honour in it. But near the end of the ultimate X matches, people actually started doing that. Um. You know I had some criticism uh, to go back onto this ladder match, though it was almost like in stages they forgot that it was a ladder match, and their objective was yeah. to climb a ladder and get the belt, like you said usually like if you were in a uh, money in the bank, the first thing everybody does is they all jump out the ring and they all grab ladders and they all come back in with ladders because they all want to climb up and get the the belt but it was almost like no it's ego and we've got a rivalry. The ladder match stipulation almost It's like the the referee had to remind him, guys, you you realise that to win this match, all you've got to do is just climb up eight steps and grab that thing. Uh, Kind of like they forgot it. It almost would have been nice if they actually did see the scramble, almost like a heelish piece in the steel cage match, going straight for the door the minute that the bell rings, that sort of thing. I think sometimes they they kind of, instead of thinking, oh, I've got a 10-minute match I need to put on, they're going oh uh, right okay actually you no know, it, it makes more sense that we want to win this match all i gotta do is grab that and if i just grab that i don't have any pain i do not put myself through any torture you know from a psychology point
0: of view it makes more sense yeah okay then on to well the second my personal opinion the second best match of the night and i know what we're all going to get into we're going to get on to the late. <laughs> this match went on for 30 minutes this match went on for 29 ah. minutes and 55 seconds now Ugh. what i will say about it is apart from the fact it went on too long and it was too long i really did enjoy the match it was better than i thought it was going to be the interference not until I, I say the end even though the end was about 20 minutes long but you know what i mean The the interference at the end was perfectly timed I'm slightly annoyed with myself on my prediction because whilst I got the prediction correct, in fact, again, only two of us got it right. That was myself and Dan, Joe and Jamie both went with Edge. I'm slightly annoyed that I completely forgot about Beth Phoenix because I said he'll probably quit because they'll do some sort of thing with Dominic and make he'll like take one for the team with Dominic and they'll make it look like they're gonna beat Dominic up and Ray'll come out. I think I said and and mm-hmm. beg Edge to quit to stop him from battering his son and it was all a big ruse, all that kind of stuff. Completely forgetting the fact that Beth could just be there and he could just do it to Beth, which is exactly what they did. But I thought it was um I thought it was a very strong way of doing it and I really really enjoyed the fact that after he quit they still delivered the concerto to her head um just to that that nail in the final nail in the coffin no pun intended i hope (laughs) she's okay fingers crossed i'm sure she is um so yeah so apart from length I say apart from length, it went on long, but to me, I'm sure you guys are going to tell me different. It still didn't necessarily feel like half an hour to me. If you'd have told me it went on 20 minutes, that would have made sense, but half an hour. Maybe I just enjoyed it more than, than you guys. I'll be honest. It was, when we it was it. slightly too long.
1: When we watched it, I will be honest, I did skip 10 minutes of it because it got to a, a stage where I just started cutting bits out. I'm like, right, they need to get on with this now. It went on far too long. What was getting me is it started going, like, oh, he's got him in, like, a little amber. Do you quit? No. Hell no. And then near the end, they had to mix it up. So it was like, do you quit? And then Finn was going, I, 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 I do not quit. I'm like, oh, God, will you stop this? The crowd were actually laughing at it at points. I'm like, dude, come on. But yeah, I skipped a couple bits in this match where I was just like, you're crawling when you could be walking. It's taken a lot longer. It feels like, you know, like I said, they could have done with seven matches instead of six. And they've gone, oh, yeah, well, the main event, the fight pit, you know, we're giving, that 40, we're giving that however long, 20, 30 minutes. But you guys can have half hour as well. And it's like half hour to tell this story. There's only so many arm bars and bloody wrist locks we can do for half an hour. And then, yeah, like you said, the last five minutes, that was what made the match. If you say what happened during this match, you literally say this is what happened in the end. But if you said what happened in the start in the middle, I haven't got a clue, they just wasted time they wasted my time um, all in all, good match solid workers, happy with it crowd there, really happy with it but really, if we look back at it we mention this, we'll only mention the ending of it
0: Did you watch it all Jamie?
3: No <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's
3: similar to the, like I said um, it's just a Stupid judgment day booking throughout it all, isn't it? Um because now they're like we always predict, oh yeah, they're gonna win because they're looking strong, and now obviously now we're booking against them. Like we're voting against them because that's just the way do we do books, and now they're kind of making them a little bit more stronger. But I bet you on the next pay per view we'll vote against we'll vote for them and they'll fucking lose. But it makes sense the way obviously they have done it realistically, it was the only way. I was trying to figure out a way that Finn Balor would quit, and I think I said last week, I had no idea how this one was going to go, but the way they did it made sense. Like I said, bringing Beth Phoenix in there. So, um, yeah, it's all right. (laughs) Okay. And
0: as I said, just the two of us with the point there. So we move on then to the main event we do, where, long story short, we all got a point for, because we all picked um, Riddle to win, which I'm sure we all agree, because we picked the same person make sense. For me, this was slightly disappointing. Um I just didn't feel like this didn't need to be in a fight pit to start with. This could have just been a case. I did I didn't feel like they utilized the match itself um in the best way. And this was the match where how long did it say it went on for? It went on for 16 and a half minutes. I probably left the room for about three or four minutes to go to the toilet and grab something to eat and came back and it and it and nothing. Had really okay, gone. so you
3: in that match, but Dan's not allowed to in the other match. Well,
0: yeah, but, but nothing, nothing seemed to like. How do I word this? It didn't feel like from the beginning to the end, anything progressed within the match, and I, I was kind of just sat there waiting for something to happen. And I know they climbed up to the the next level, the top, if you want to call it, the ledge, I'll call it, of the fight pit. And he got thrown off and then Riddle did the spot where he like jumped off and landed his back. I mean, that looked like it actually, but he yeah, set that dude, where he kind of like, landed on his abdomen. So that was a good spot. But yeah, I kind of came out of it. And went, for me, it, that shouldn't have been the main event personally, Dan.
1: No, well, I actually, I thought it, it should have been the main event. I enjoyed it. And I like the fade out at the end with uh, DC and Riddle on top of the stage. You know, you're thinking everything's all over and we're not seeing Bray Wyatt come out. Uh, but the, the actual match, yeah, the little the train map thing in the bottom corner, we, they've done that before. It's a special Triple H thing. I actually really enjoyed this match. I thought that the storytelling of it was really good. And I think that with a fight fit, it made sense. It's brought it onto the main roster. It's only ever been two before. There's always special guest referees. And, you know, everybody before that was going, oh, they're bringing DC in because they're going to be doing DC versus Brock Lesnar. And they're going to have their grudge match. And they're going to go to Crown Jewel. Then DC comes out and he looks like he's had a couple of pork pies. Going yeah, yeah, he did, didn't he? <laughs> it's like maybe maybe not maybe he's not facing Brock and that's why on Raw that's why we had the Bobby Lashley thing start. but I love Seth Rollins as a tie he's coming out to RVD's um, outfit and he's doing the Rob Van Dam pose as he's walking to the ring and then he got rid of him just like yeah I'm going to mess you up they had a bit of storytelling at the top where there was like some RKO's and some curb stomps and they were telling DC to count at the top but they would not and DC was like I can't do it up there you're going to have to come down here that bit was a little bit stagnant but I thought, all in all, it was good. There was a lot of hard-hitting action. And for Rollins to win by uh, tap-out as well, it kind of puts a nice cherry on the cake and ends that feud. You know, we're moving on to Seth now getting the US title. We're going on to Riddle teasing he wants to face like, Which makes me think, OK, he's got that stipulation he can't face Roman for the belt. It kind of puts in the seeds that he might be one of the early favourites to win the Royal Rumble uh, with a Roll- with a Riddle getting that. Because that's the only way that he could take the belt. Um, you know, the People have been building up for, for that for a while um, They're kind of planting those seeds But then again, if Cody's Coming back, he's obviously a runner And if The Rock has room in his schedule He's also a runner, you know, you think Black Adam Has just come out now
3: he, Unless he's filming something else, he, he potentially Could be he's, there. Already, he's already teased the Roman Reigns match in one of his interviews For Black Adam as well so. Yeah, this week didn't he, he said I am the head of the table Didn't he mm-hmm. And he not said happening. well not He said I'm always there for WrestleMania. And it is in California, which we always said, Hollywood. That's where it's happening. One final match to give him, basically, hand him over, acknowledge Roman as the tribal chief and head of the table.
0: False hope from doing that. He knows what he's doing. It's not happening.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Did you see that young Roman? Roman You
0: guys all said it was happening last year. One of you, I'm sure it was Jamie, was I it was
3: happening last I said, year. not California. 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 Did you guys see yeah. the logo?
1: Do you see the logo for WrestleMania 40 with the cowbell?
0: Yes, and yeah, with the, the, the Roman the Liberty numerals. Bell. For, and with the Roman numerals for 40 as well. So they're finally going back to calling it, you know, the number that it is rather than just WrestleMania. XL. It's WrestleMania too XL. Big, yeah, which is, I thought, it's for a large, but no XL, is Roman numerals for 40. It's too big for one night. Um, so yeah, so we all got a point for that riddle Victorious.
3: Just about the the thing as well. This is two pay per views. I'm not saying in a row because obviously, but what was the pay per view? It was obviously Clash of the Castle, wasn't it? But yeah, I know you mentioned. A, I, I've never watched a Fight Pit match anyway. But you said they always had special referees. But obviously, to a casual fan that obviously doesn't watch NXT. You're looking at the last two pay-per-views, main pay-per-views, if you're not counting count Clash at the Castle, of SummerSlam. And you're also counting Extreme Rules. They've had two special guest referees for pointless reasons, for no reason whatsoever. Like, why are they there? Jeff well, Jarrett did. Jeff Jarrett was, was just there, like, just because it
0: was in Nashville, wasn't it? We yeah, not do anything. DC and because was it was there. Kind of, yeah. yeah, it's it like,
3: why? MMA, MMA like, unless, uh, yeah. unless obviously they're teasing something like Jeff Jarrett was doing something like I think we all teased that maybe it was finally the moment to have them win the titles, didn't we? And we thought maybe Jeff Jarrett's gonna screw the Usos over, and that's why he's there. That's the only reason he's probably gonna be there. And then it was the kind of thing as well. Oh DC's there to tease that Brock moment, and Brock's coming back, which obviously he did come back on Raw. And maybe they are still gonna go ahead with that Bobby Lashley turn to his mate DC or something, and no. Because they've been teasing that they're going to bring back uh, Hurt Business.
0: Yeah, I read that too. Maybe you.
3: DC comes back with that as well. Who knows? But
0: then the, he's been teasing that, but now they've officially put a new tag team together, they have of R-Truth and Shelton Benjamin. They were on main event this week, and, it, and on the jerseys it says they're now officially a tag team. So, I don't know, maybe it's oh, just talk. Unless R-Truth really, joins the Hurt well, Business.
3: No, I, yeah, it could be that, or Pretty obviously true. it's, it's going to be just... Bobby Lashley and his manager MVP and yep. special consort Daniel Cormier or something random like that. Of course. Oh.
0: Well, then, we all get one final point oh. as well because we all successfully guessed. it. We knew it was true. We knew it was true. We I broke the code. Who returned. And, uh, yeah, Dan, were you happy with the manner in which it occurred? Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, there was a, a nods to Brody
1: Lee as well with the blue light, and um, nice. Abby's Abby's mask looked very similar to the Bludgeon Brothers mask as well, um, which was really nice to have the cap. But now they're teasing the Wyatt Six. You know, they've got, got these special masks made for yeah. yeah. these people in the corners and stuff. And the announcers are going, "Oh, when the mask appeared on the the table, and then I think I saw somebody on Twitter Go yeah but how can the fiend be in the crowd?' But then Bray Wyatt's coming through the door. They're the same person." <laughs> Say, so, yeah, well, technically, Sister Abigail is the same person, Huskus
0: is the same it was person. just supposed to also be spotlighting the different parts of his journey and career. It's Windham Six, isn't it? Although but they're did, it could be a group. People did in the crowd go mental when it showed the feed I think they thought that was very Bray Wyatt. Um, very interesting mask he was wearing in these promos. And, um, you know, when he came out, he pulled it off and revealed his health. I mean, the crowd went mad. I don't know who they thought it was actually going to be other than Bray Wyatt. It's almost like, oh, my God, it is Bray White. Well, who else do you think was going to be under that mask? Holding Different mask, though,
1: wasn't it? It was very similar. It, like, well, that's you know, what I mean. The Vendetta mask what you know, like, yes, you know, I mean. Yes. It looks very similar to that, but it's like a weird rabbit kind of thing yeah. you know it's like who, who runs the world and he's got all of these catchphrases coming up um, at least they're talking about in commentary now they're like oh there was a you know on raw like, oh, there was another promo from Bray white wonder what he means so
0: like, they oh, were come it, on it was very interesting how they did that on raw because they were like tonight um and it said on screen the return of Bray white but the commentators were going we look back on the return and straight away then I knew because I, I watched raw Tuesday morning whilst throwing up um, <laughs> I am um, I watched and I thought ah he's not going to be on the show and then of course it's been known that he's basically going to be exclusive to SmackDown moving forward here so we'll see what happens with that but Jamie I know you're very happy because it could very well be tied in I assume it will be to Bray Wyatt but the
3: potential potential every return
0: we all want do you believe it will happen?
3: I almost put my hoodie on just for this episode, but I thought, no, it's OK. I'll wait until he returns. My hoodie is there, hung up, ready for the moment when he returns. Obviously, he's not going to come back as Bo Leave. Uh, if anything, he's probably going to come back as Mercy Buzzard or something like that. He's going to be one of the characters. But apparently, I saw loads Do of people say they thought it was Matt Baron Corbin, didn't he? <laughs> apparently, but it was he Corbin who was there in the crowd yeah. Mercy can Buzzard. Can it not be Bo Wyatt? Well, no, it would be Wyndham, wouldn't it?
0: Oh, Wyndham. Well, yeah. Yeah.
2: There, there's lots of rumours about who's going to... As Dan said, like, that Bray Wyatt's going to have his own faction, but it's not going to be the White family, Mr. the White six. And then the, the characters become human, almost. So each... each uh, like, Huskers the Pig is like when he was husking Harris, but, like, they're going to be, like, they actually become... Like their characters are going to be like restless. So apparently, Hustlers the Pig is Joe Gacy from NXT. Mercy the Buzzard is Grayson Waller from NXT. Like, Dexter Loomis is rumoured as well. And Liv Morgan and Bo Dallas is going to be involved as well, apparently.
0: I don't think he'll be Dexter Loomis because he's in that ship of sails. He's in the feud with the Mercy's on raw. I I don't think that's going
1: to. I don't think with the other two as well, the NXT names, Joe Gacy's in a stable called Schism. And they're recruiting new members and they're feuding with um, Cameron Grimes. And then uh, Grayson Waller just doesn't suit his character. He's like a, a playboy character. You know, he's social media. To be in like a darkened thing. I think it was just a Hawaiian shit. I think Dominic Dijakovic rumour though. And I think that's a very good strong name. For it.
0: Whether or not this has got any connection, I assume it will be by one of the names. But last week WWE filed two trademarks for two names and terms one of them being uncle howdy and the other (laughs) one being uncle harper which of course is no longer with us anymore but could that potentially have something to do with it yeah maybe um and i think it 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 sounds very similar to the
1: old wyatt family thing the bludgeon brothers i can't see eric rowan coming back Uh, but yeah harper i could just see that it was a family member of it
3: fair enough all well, right, yeah, then. and then well, you're forgetting as well. Bo Dallas and Liv Morgan are together as well. That's very true. Well,
0: the evil is mine.
3: The evil, the evil, is, evil mine. is mine. I can hear that baby crying in the background. Can
0: you hear my son crying? He's downstairs. He's <laughs> ready for beddy as it's nearly his bedtime. Um, the points then: Jamie, fifty-nine. Dan, fifty. Whoa. Me, forty-nine. Whoa. Joe. 46 so slip down slightly dan i'm within a point of you nine points in front jamie with just two people's left crown yeah. jewel the crown jewel jack and survivor series the survivor series jack there we go quick round up then before we quickly discuss raw before our quiz letter grade dan um i'm going with
1: a. I know that our audience said nay, but i would go with a b like a, a seven out of ten i think i really enjoyed the show i know i, I put a couple of bits down I, I did really enjoy the show and i thought it was one of the stronger um premium live events but yeah i'll go a solid B.
3: Q. B plus jamie c plus
0: oh i'm going with a b plus i am i was thoroughly sports entertained right raw then how do we tackle this we might as well just look <laughs> at the points Very, very happy with Seth Rollins' um, win as United States champion, of course, by a beaten Bobby Lashley. Bob the Lashley, which we'll get onto in a moment. But I very much enjoyed the reason of why he won the belt, because he said, well, the reason I tapped out to Riddle was tactical, because I knew I had a match for a championship the next day. So I thought, well, if (laughs) I tap out now, I'll be fresher for the match and win the title, which I did. So (laughs) I thought that was very clever. Um... I waited to book it
3: second ever only grand slam winner
0: there we go and who is back joe Uh
2: the oc Luke well, guys. I was on. I was on about
0: Brock Lesnar, but that's yeah. I was gonna say early. Brock Lesnar, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but yeah, he's back. It finally. I know you've alluded to it on the pod before, Dan. There's been a contract in Bobby. Uh, there's been a clause in Bobby Lashley's contract ever since he came back a few years ago that he got a match against Lesnar. It's not going to be for a title. It doesn't need to be for a title. Um, I assume it'll be crown jewel to keep the um Saudi Arabian people happy. The the princes. But, yeah, we're finally going to get Brock versus Bobby. Um, I, it's it's Bobby the face and Brock the heel? I don't think it matters, does it?
1: I think it's going to be, um, you know, you've got Cowboy Brock and he's got, like, a cool edge to him. Um, I think I think it'll be, like, a neutral sort of fight, but it's the fight that we all want to see. It's you know, the be, Battle like, of the is.
3: Titans. It, it is. doesn't matter who's...
1: I think that if you're going to make Bobby Lashley drop the belt Instead of having a cheap roll up That's a good way to do it He takes three F5s, a Camorra lock He's absolutely bad And Seth's an absolute weasel I was like, oh, you're not, you're not loyal to your country You're not a soldier and He comes yeah. in. It's almost, It felt like a cash-in It was really exciting to watch And I've got to be fair This is probably in the top five strongest roars of this year
0: Yeah, no, I enjoyed it And I guess June Brock Lesnar going to beat Bobby Lashley. Normally, I'd say the other way around, but Brock's lost quite a few times in a row now. So I think from a booking we'll perspective... We'll find out in a few answers, weeks when we do our predictions. We, <laughs> you certainly you certainly will. But Joe, you were alluding to the fact that AJ Styles looked like he was going to join the Judgment Day, hugged Finn Balon, then said, no, I wasn't talking about you as my family. And then we got the return, Joe, of... Luke
2: Gallows and Carl Anderson.
0: We certainly did. Now, are we happy to see them back? Because, controversially, I'm going to um, say I'm not particularly bothered because I didn't, necessarily, <laughs> I didn't yeah. necessarily find them that entertaining, but that's because they weren't booked very well during the previous regime show.
2: No, um, and they're one of the best tag teams in the world. You know, they've been in New Japan, they've been in Impact, has he been in AW I uh, Jamie. I'm not sure. They well. have I think one match.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So they've been everywhere. Um. I think Carl Anderson is like the Neverweight champion, and he Japan is in Japan, Japan, He yeah. yeah. Um. we so, have to vacate that. So we know
0: he's seen, winning that
2: match, don't we? I don't know, but I've seen it online. Online on the dirt sheets past couple of days, like rumors that the OC are coming back, and the, they've been spotted with. It. AJ Styles and they're gonna be on Raw the next couple of weeks. But, oh, that'd be cool if that happens. They're literally on the raw after Extreme Rules they turn up. I went, mean, mm-hmm. Well, I know it was rumored they were coming back, but they must have been they must have seen their link and went, Well, everyone knows about it anyway, so you might as well do it now. Yeah. So as we know, you know, AJ Styles has been trying to be recruited by the judgment day for the past couple of weeks. He has no friends, so what better friends than Luke and Cal Anderson? And then with the Judgment Day, they have got Finn and Noddy. Finn is the original founder of the Bullet Club, so you've got the oh yeah, well, used to be an our club, and now you've got your own thing, and you know, that they've already got an inbuilt storyline.
0: Yeah. I if they book them right, then fair enough, and I'm just slightly worried where it goes after the feud with the Judgment Day. That's all because it almost feels like they've just brought them back for that. And then what? Do you know what I mean? So I think the more telling side of things will be what happens um, after the next month or two.
3: The good thing is, though, that if they're doing I deals like reversed. that where the, where they're just bringing them back just for that feud and then letting them go again, possibly, it shows progression by WWE because what they would usually do is just sign them into like a four year deal and not do anything with them for three of those years. So if they're only That's bringing true. them back, bringing them back for a year at the most and just doing that feud, well, why not?
0: Was anybody slightly disappointed with the GX reunion?
2: No, I thought it was very really old.
1: They just basically came in the ring. They did some poses. They did the little catchphrases. On um, commentary, they're like, "Yeah, the other guy's playing with appliances." Uh, that, yeah, he's like, "Yeah, he's he's
0: working with like office materials or something." They said, "Isn't he?" Yeah. It, <laughs> now he's not, these, yeah nice, not though. Nice to see they things. actually acknowledged him in that in that sense. It ended the
1: show, um, and it sent the fans home happy. There wasn't any twists or turns or somebody getting beaten up. As I mentioned,
0: China. That,
1: Yeah, this is a shout-out to the ninth wonder of the world. But you know that thing you always have that sends the fans home happy? They just televised it. Here's the X, sent them home happy. They did the thing at the start of the show where Triple H was behind the thing going, yeah, well, we've got these sponsors and it's a season premiere. I can't
0: be messing around. And then I found that interesting because I watched it and I thought, oh, this is quite funny you know they're wanting to run run, run muck and stuff and he's basically going look I basically run the place now you can't do this I've got to keep people happy but then afterwards there was a lot of people online and it was even in the dirt sheet so they were going oh that was a knock at AEW on the fact that they can't keep everybody happy there's always fights. so I didn't get that at all I no, did so. not see that at all so unless it really was and it just went over my head to me it was more Triple H going well I'm in charge now guys you know I've got to be sensible type thing and then that That's how I saw it
1: Well they've been doing that quite a bit Like the Miz on Extreme Rules kept going I need to go see Triple H I need to go see Triple yeah. H To make sure my birthday celebrations are okay Everyone's saying Oh well I'm going to It's almost like he's playing the CEO role now. Like, oh there's his office yeah. Let's go ask him if we can have a match Sort of integrating him like that And it is basically a way of going Well yeah I'm the boss You know i got to run the show But then it was at the end They all came out on this truck That some guy was driving They did their little poses Threw some glow sticks in the crowd But he probably sold a lot of t-shirts as well um, and it's like sure the So I, suppose, I can't
0: knock it. It's what I, I suppose as well, the one thing that they didn't do, because for the first time, I think, ever since I've done a reunion or a get-together they didn't super kick pedigree, do whatever someone, at least it didn't bury any talent. I thought somebody like, uh, I don't know, uh, I know they had a match during the show, but like an Alpha Academy might come out and there might be a Sweetie Music and a Shushy. Pedigree and all that. Yeah, but they didn't. And I suppose that's kind of good in the end because what's the point of burying talent? So I suppose, yeah. x 100%
1: going to be in the Royal Rumble
0: though. I'm pulling it out. Yeah, I'm slightly pushed. i tell you who is it going to be road dog i mean he's enjoying his <laughs> retirement isn't he dear god speaking of people coming out of retirement just before we move on to the quiz bully ray impact wrestling he was back at but was it bound for glory at the weekend yeah he won you that know, battle royal made an appearance he did yeah as, as I impact a is
1: starting to be one of these ones that people are starting to talk about the, well know, i don't know if i saw, go that
0: far do you see I
1: what mean, you, do you see what impact they're doing you know
0: well, what what happened what happened on Dynamite though, Jamie? Do you want to just quickly mention that before we go on to the quiz? Just,
3: just before, we do talk about and Dynamite because I know we we, we died. We talked obviously about uh, also what happened at the uh, the weekend with it being GCW, and obviously John Moxley dropped his title to Nick Gage. Remember, we not we haven't even talked about that, Taren. Uh Obviously, John Time Moxley constraint. did lose. Um, John Moxley lost the title. Obviously, he came out with um. Is it Will Morrissey came out and basically cost him the title? So obviously yeah. keeps that feud going from AEW, like Tony Khan sent his goons over there kind of thing to like screw out the title kind of thing. Yeah, but no, that that happened, and then obviously we've had a AEW this week. It was a solid show. Um, obviously we we already spoke about before about the uh, the SISM-y trademark has now changed. Um, there was a solid tag match. With Britt Baker. Um. Against Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida, and I'm trying to think what other match with him because I actually watched it. Oh, obviously I had Chris Jericho defending the Ring of Honor title against Luchasaurus. Daniel. Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Obviously, it's this all took place. It took place in a. Yeah, my God, the Jungle Boy did a sunset sunset flip outside of the ring, like he jumped over Luchasaurus, sunset flipped him through a table. That was beautiful. Uh, obviously, the show started with. The new all elite talent, yes, Renee, Renee herself, is officially yeah. all elite. And I loved her there was a picture on Facebook, it was like AEW have finally done it. And it was a picture of all the WWE backstage people, <laughs> you know, CM yeah. Punk, Paige, uh, Renee, and who was the other one? Samoa Joe, Smola
2: Joe. And Smola Smola Joe. Joe yeah. yeah,
3: all four of them now in AEW. Oh, yeah, and then, it, um he had obviously daddy ass versus swear strickland swear strickland did the uh suck it as well When after he won when he was walking away um so that was a nice little nod there as well but yeah the main event the it day finally I happened
0: died. i was not sports entertained
3: <laughs> like literally i never thought it it's one of those things i love the character of orange Castle. i know people obviously don't like him and obviously he's one of the biggest draws that have been in the AEW since the start like he's sold loads of merchandise mm-hmm. in my opinion he's had really solid feuds and solid matches obviously he had the jericho mimosas during uh during the uh the pandemic and stuff he had a great feud as well and i thought obviously Pac's gonna hold that title for a while he's been defending it all over the world and i was just like oh yeah it's fine like he's gonna lose anyway and then when he hit that, that second superman punch and pinned him i was like lost my shit it was the best thing in I, the world.
0: I, I wouldn't be annoyed if he was in WWE and he won the 24-7 championship. Oh, so but, nah. No, <laughs> uh, a beating pack clean as well. Clean!
3: I mean, you say it was clean, obviously. There was a bit of shenanigans with the hammer. Oh. Um, and the ref, obviously, being distracted. But, yeah. Um, he finally did it. His first ever... Championship in AEW and he's been there so long he definitely deserves a championship. I know you hate him, but you have to agree I'll it. give him his
0: run. I'll give. Him, I don't hate him, and I don't hate you his hate capability. The and his wrestling is fantastic. But I mean, um,
3: his wrestling was a lot better. Like obviously, he wasn't really doing the gimmick throughout the I, match. Yeah. He did at the start. Oh, I'm certainly you not. Can knocking the pure the passion out, like. behind it towards the end. Like literally, when he hit that second Superman punch, he was finally like breaking out of that gimmick to win the match and maybe that's what he has to do i I don't think you'll ever leave that gimmick because that's what's made him who it is and you can see so many people in the crowd dressed up as orange cassidy as well it is a great gimmick as much as you don't like it but it's finally he deserves the title like i would possibly say the tnt title but obviously they're doing that with ward joe at the minute yes ward joe Wardlow and Samoa Joe towering for those that don't watch an I did see, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm so happy for him, Cassidy. Thumbs up, good from stuff. Me.
1: Right then, better than
3: Extreme Rules. Well,
0: all right. Then. Let's <laughs> move on. Let's move on to that quiz then, Dan. Yeah, no problem. You guys <laughs> ready for the Jera quiz? I yeah. remember you saying make sure you brush up on some Jericho knowledge, and I remembered that even yesterday. And did I? No. So this is going
3: to no, be No, of course not. I mean, I Joe's probably me. got the most. Joe's probably got the most research, but I mean, Jericho but it's is easy like, when talented. the answers
0: are right next to you.
3: Jericho is what Taran's second favorite wrestler, so he should do. Hey, one.
0: there's like
3: behind Angle, I thought it was Jericho. Is that not it's right? It's
0: Regal.
3: Oh, well, so it's Jericho number three?
0: Jericho's in the top. Oh, a, yeah, probably, yeah, let's go for
1: it Yeah. Well, there's over like tw- I haven't counted it, but there's over 20 odd points in this, so I do think we're definitely going to get a clear winner, I haven't got a tiebreaker so I'm quite confident with this So we'll start with your question number one I'll start okay. it off nice and easy for this couple of questions So number one, who was Chris Jericho's rookie on season one of NXT? <laughs> nice and easy to start off with Is it? No, it's not, Kane
0: it easy?
3: Oh God. It's really easy It is really you, easy Even I knew that I would not even watch NXT If you've not yeah,
1: watched yeah. season 1 of NXT You've got to go back and watch Oh no NXT I have
0: but I've not watched it since But yeah, We on.
1: are wild then. Okay number 2 What is the name of Chris Jericho's NHL Hall of Fame father? <sighs> he played for the Rangers
3: What, what does it begin? Not gonna tell you that. <laughs> not gonna tell you that.
1: Okay, number three, even easier. Who did Chris Jericho face in his first ever match?
3: In WWF or WCW? No, first ever, ever, ever
1: match. First um, ever, ever match.
3: Yeah,
1: 1992. He made his debut. Okay. Stampede Wrestling was that where he used to wrestle in his in his first ever match in, in Calgary? Yes. OK, number four. How many occasions did Chris Jericho win the WCW Cruiserweight title? OK. Brilliant. OK, so with this one, there is six answers. Um, so in 2009, Chris Jericho won the Bragging Rights trophy. But which six men, which six men were on his team? I'll give you a clue. There was a tag team um, and there was four people that are just random superstars. What I would say is, if you're not sure, think of 2009 and think of who would have been what, around.
0: What, was it Raw or Smackdown? Can you give us that? Smackdown. It yeah. was Smackdown It was, it was and Smackdown. there was a tag team.
1: There's a tag team and there's four other individuals. So seven people in the team. Jericho was one, four other individuals and there was a tag team. Uh, just name the six people. You get a point for each. Hmm. There isn't a tag team uh, name, so I'd want their individual names. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there technically is a tag team name, but you'd call them by their individual names. How many? Six. Six in total, yeah. So 2009, Smackdown. Just think of six people from Smackdown, that includes a tag team.
2: Jesus Christ.
0: Um. Oh, God. Well, like, it should be so easy, but it's not on the same
1: level too. Maybe you want to go back and watch Bragg Rights, just see how bad it was. No, no, I, I, I <laughs> can't.
0: I can't put myself through that. 2009
1: was a dreadful year for wrestling. The only good thing in 2009 was the. Um, Wasn't Jericho
0: versus... world champion at some point, though? That was quite good. Yeah,
1: when he came back in his suits. Yeah. But I think it was CM Punk versus uh, Jeff Hardy. That storyline was in 2009, but everything else was drivel. Okay, your question. Number six. How many how many times has Chris Jericho been awarded the Wrestling Observer Wrestler of the Year? Oh,
0: easy. That so one. he's had,
1: what, a 20, 25-year career? Yeah. 20, 30-year 30, 30 career, 30-year career? How many times has he been Wrestler of the Year by the Wrestling Observer? Let's go for that. There we go. Epic. Okay. Um, number seven. On the w- WWE Originals album, what was the name of Chris Jericho's track? Oh, so that was like that album had like Kurt Angle going. Yeah. I don't yeah. suck. I don't suck. Suck.
3: I don't. Is Before this the we, we get, start, are I have something to say. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Literally, care angles. Before we get started, I I've have something, something
1: to say. To say. It was a good album, actually. Okay. Okay, uh, number eight. Jericho has had 13 WrestleMania matches, but how many of them has he won?
0: Mm,
1: Out of 13. Yeah, out of 13, how many has he won? I'll give you a clue. In one match, there was two decisions, and obviously he won one of the decisions and lost one of the decisions. So,
0: yes, that's correct.
1: Because it was for the Intercontinental in Europe, and the first first pinfall was for one belt, second pinfall was for another, and he won one of those belts in that match. So there's a bit of a clue for you in there. Okay, okay, so you got a number for that one. Okay, number nine in Mm. Southport regional wrestling. What was Chris Jericho's name?
0: (sighs) (laughs) I haven't watched it since on YouTube
1: originally. I looked at IMDb, I was trying to find like people he's played in films because I know he played somebody in Sharknado 2, and he was in the Jay Insider the uh, Bob Jay. movie. But Jay Insider the Bob it was like clan leader. And like in, in the Sharknado it was like passing tourist. It just he hasn't had like characters. McGruver is just like paid assassin. So this is the one we a name. Oh, but number
2: ten,
1: this yeah. is with eleven points. Jesus. So do you guys remember the classic promo, the man of a thousand and four holds? Name a (laughs) thousand and four. I've watched this promo and I wrote down every single hold that was mentioned in that promo. And there is 11, 11 holds that were mentioned in that promo. There was one that was mentioned twice. That just counts as a point. I'm sure um, you can work that out. It used to be in our old intro to the show. Um, Can you name me the 11 moves that were mentioned in the classic, When 1004 Holds by Chris Jericho. I don't expect anyone to get 11 out of 11 because there's like one in here who didn't even finish his sentence. There's a couple in here that just don't make no sense. There's one of them in here that's just a noise. So I don't yeah. expect anyone to get 11 out of 11, but I thought it was quite a fun question. I've just written down six. I if you know actually Google the 1,004 holes, somebody's actually written holes for every single one and filled in the ones where he's given <laughs> the numbers,
0: Wonderful. which is great. Yeah. Let me know when you guys have had enough time and then I'll go you through You might as well go through the answers whilst we write answers for the last one, to be honest. Yeah. Okie dokie. So we'll start with your number
1: one. I'll go in random orders. I'm pretty sure you'll all get this one. So, number one, who was Jericho's rookie in season one of NXT? Taryn, who have you got?
0: I don't know. I can't remember, so I said Wade Barrett. Jamie? Yeah,
3: of course, it's Wade Barrett. Oh,
0: okay. And Joe?
2: I'm afraid I've got some bad news. No,
0: that's Wade wrong. Wade. It wasn't bad news, but it was Wade Barrett. <laughs> I'm sure Joe wrote down Wade Barrett. Yeah, it's <laughs> Wade Barrett.
3: <laughs> number you two, Stu Bennett. I saw it. <laughs>
1: What's the name of Jericho's Hall of Fame father? Uh, Jamie.
3: Uh, Ted Irvine.
0: No, he's wrong. He's right. Yeah, he's right. I, mean, I know that. Although I thought Teddy because he was known as Teddy Irvine as well. Teddy and Ted are the same thing. So that's okay. fine. OK, uh, number three. Who did Jericho face in his first ever match? Taren. Um Pegasus Kid, Chris Benoit. Nope. Jamie.
3: Ultimo Dragon.
1: No, I know Joe will get this. Lance T. Storm. Oh, of course, it was. It was storm. Storm. their
0: ECW um, bloody feud as well.
1: Yeah, they, they trained together. Um, mm. They were the only two standards in the Calgary Heart Dungeon. That's why they had the first match against each other. Number four. How many occasions did Jericho win the WCW Cruiserweight title? Joe? Four. Jamie?
3: I also went four.
0: And Taran? Once.
3: Oh,
0: it was four. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't think he won it that many
1: times. Question number four: The answer was four. Okay, number five. In two thousand and nine, Jericho won the Bragging Rights Trophy. But which six team members were on his team? Um, I tell you what, we'll go with Jamie first. Who have you got?
3: Uh, Kane, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Cody Rhodes, Finley, and Sheamus.
1: You got three out of six. <laughs>
0: Karen. I went on a similar aspect to Jamie thinking well, It's team versus team, so it'll be a mix of, and heels. So I went for Finlay, Cody Rhodes, Miz, Morrison, Kofi, and Evan Bourne.
1: You got one out of six.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, I <guess>. <laughs> <laughs> And Joe? Matt Hardy, Kane, Finley, R-Truth, and um, DH Smith and Tyson Kane. Joe's
1: got a six out of six. What? <laughs> it's Matt Hardy. Kane, you probably Finley, watched it. Our truth, mm. DH Smith and Tyson Kane, or he just looked at his Wikipedia before probably, coming away.
0: I'm like, very yeah.
1: sure he did. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, DH Smith, Tyson Kane, but the tag team. Okay, number six. Uh, how many times has Jericho been awarded Wrestler Reserve of the Year? Wrestler of the Year.
2: Uh, Joe? Three.
3: Taran. None. Jamie? Zickel? No,
0: nope, he's won it three times. Oh, I'm going <laughs> out. <laughs>
1: Number seven. On the WWE Originals album, what was the name of Jericho's track?
0: Taron? I don't know, I got slightly confused because when you said it was the originals and then you mentioned Kurt Angle sung his own I thought, does that mean did Jericho sing his own then as well? So I don't know, so I just put the saliva song King of My World
3: That's, That's what guess. it is, it's King, it's King of the World isn't it? King of My World sure, what
2: you put? Don't you wish you were me
3: That's the one yeah. It is Don't You Wish You Were Me Of course <laughs> <it was. laughs> really Do you uh, <laughs> know well, what, I have Again, of I haven't listened to well. that
0: since then Yeah
3: Okay, number eight. He definitely many... sang King of My World on something, though, right? Oh,
1: he did, yeah. Yeah, he definitely yeah. did it. I think that was on a different album. I think that was on, like, a yeah. anthology album.
2: Uh, yeah. Number
1: eight. Jericho's had 13 WrestleMania matches, but how many has he won? Joe? I don't know,
2: five.
1: Taron? Nine. You think he's won a nine out of his 30 matches?
2: Yeah.
0: And Jamie?
3: I also went for five Thinking Money in the Bank matches. He's, AJ he's like... Styles
1: Steamboat and the Legends. Yeah. Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit in that the triple mm-hmm. threat. William Regal and Edge. And Sean That's five.
3: Oh no, Sean beaten, didn't he? Yeah. Number and minute. then
1: afterwards he so It was five. Him. Yeah, fair it was five, yeah. Number nine, in South Regional Wrestling, what was Chris Jericho's name? Jamie.
3: Smoky Joe. <laughs> uh,
0: Smokey Joe Karen, oh, you I, I didn't point out so I can't remember And Joe Clint Bobski It was Clint Bobski but I'm going home Someone's Literally Joe's going to get every
3: answer, single so. one right you. He's going to get maximum points
0: The way Joe's going He'll be able to name all 1,000 or whatever it is If he can that'll be a bit of a surprise um, Okay name
1: The holes. In the 1004 promo, shall I just tell you the names and you guys can tell me how many of them you got? Yeah,
3: go on. No, I want to see. Go on, Joe, how many of you I actually got? All right, then.
1: Okay, you're serious.
2: Um, arm drag, arm bar twice, um, moss hold three handed family, Scandinavian spinning near fold. right handed punch, left handed punch, his nah, bit of that, so. shooting star super press, the Canadian uh superstar super wizard and the nerve driver
1: mm. yeah
0: i'm not having that
1: a couple of those were near but not quite so i i wouldn't give you a point for a couple of those but they, there was quite a lot there um so the ones that they were were arm drag up arm up. bar that. Yep. twice the moss covered three handled family gradunzel I yes, think Joe sorry. just said three 3 handed, so couldn't give you a point for that. Um, the Saskatchewan spinning nerve hold, the shooting star staple super press, right handed punch, left handed punch, his- <laughs> the Canadian, and that's where the music cut over him. Yeah, and Jericho screwdriver and super wizard. So, two our and our track.
0: I suppose you can get. Who's <laughs> the One, two,
3: three, four. Oh, there's only there
0: point counting. No, I got five out of all that. Yeah, One,
3: two, three, four, five, six, seven.
0: Joe, did you get
3: twenty seven, odd? Eight,
0: nine. Yeah, I think Joe won. Yeah, oh, dear God. Right, point to Joe. Well done, mate. That puts you on five points. So it looks. <gasps> Dan 15, um, Jamie 7, and both me and Joe tied on. Ooh. Right. Who's so, turn is so it next week? Joe's host Joe it? next week. Good. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Right. Where can everybody find us on the socials, Dan?
1: Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are Grapple Cast Show. Make sure you follow and you subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can also give us a rating as well. They always help. We like to hear your comments. But more importantly as well, well, equally as importantly, you can find us on social media. We're on your Facebook, your Instagram, and your Twitter. We are also Grapplecast Show. Make sure that you give us a follow so you never miss an episode and also you see all of our comments and our polls.
0: Lovely. Well, I'm glad you all enjoyed Extreme Rules, what it was. We look forward to seeing what in God's name happens on Friday night with Bray. Will Bo come out with him? Who knows? Oh, all we have to do for that to happen, Jamie, is Bo leave. But if you'd like to How sign us off and let me in.
3: I mean, from two of the greatest fum people in the world, for one to <laughs> Bo Dallas and one to Orange Cassidy, you got to give the people what they want <laughs> without further ado i bid you good night and goodbye
0: cheerio guys bring the